Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Fit as a Fighter podcast. My name is Trisha. I'm your host. And today I'm going to talk about with you guys how I take messy action to reach my goals as a busy mom and entrepreneur. And if you're a mom, you're going to relate to this episode really hard. But if you're not a mom, that's okay too. Let's just say you're a very busy woman. (laughs) And I say women because you know, us women, we juggle a lot. So for the men out there, you know, obviously this can apply to everybody. Uh, But speaking to my mamas, speaking to my busy woman out here, it can really be hard to show up for our goals, to show up for ourselves when we're in the midst of chaos, right? And I hear this a lot from people because obviously I am a professional health and fitness coach. And when I have people who tell me, that they really want to lose weight, they really want to get started, let's say, you know, becoming part of my one-on-one coaching program, but it's just not the right time, you know, it's just really busy, we have a vacation coming up, and then we have family visiting, and then, you know, uh, then it's this, and then it's that, and then it's this, and then we got this going on, and if we always wait for the right time, it's never going to be the right time, right? On the other side of things, it is very real when we are like in the chaos of our lives, Uh, especially if you're like a new mom, a new parent, or if you're just starting a new job, or maybe you have multiple jobs going on. The chaos is real. It's not imaginary. We we are as busy as we say we are. I'm not saying anybody's making an, an excuse or, you know, exaggerating or anything like that. However, we still need to learn how to show up even when we're busy even when there's chaos. And the more we practice, it's like a muscle, the more we practice showing up imperfectly towards the things that are important to us, then when things calm down, which inevitably there might be a slower season in our life, our kids are going to get older, or maybe, you know, work is going to get a little less busy, you're going to have more free time, then showing up at that point, it's going to be automatic. You're not going to have to like start from scratch at that point when your life finally calms down, whenever that will be, right? So, you know, I've always been the type of person my whole life. I'm very ready, fire, aim, (laughs) which is the opposite. If anybody's listening who's like a perfectionist, I'm the opposite of a perfectionist, right? I would drive a perfectionist mad because I take extremely messy action, um, You know, I'm not a very like neat and orderly person. If you look at my Google Drive folder, if you're a very organized person, you might, you might have a conniption. (laughs) You know what I mean? If you saw my closet, not to say I'm like, you know, a slob, but I'm just, that's not how I operate. I'm not a very like color coordinated, organized. Everything has to be exactly so. The plan has to be perfect. I need to write everything out. I need to have the perfect schedule before I start taking action. So if that's you, now that's something I need to work on because obviously that can benefit my life greatly, right? To be a little bit more organized. You guys know I'm always transparent on here. However, if you're somebody who is like that and it's to the point where you cannot even get started or move forward towards your goals until everything is perfect, it's the perfect time and everything is organized perfectly so, you're never going to accomplish everything. You're going to spend so much time planning and thinking and waiting for things to be perfect for the perfect condition time's going to pass you by and time's going to pass us by no matter what. So that's why I've always been a person. I take messy action, right? I, I, into a fault sometimes, you know, I don't always think things through and I kind of jump in feet first and then realize like, "Mm, maybe I should have thought about that before I did it. But more times than not, it works to my benefit because just that act of showing up, even if it's not perfect, 
it gives you that direct feedback. You will either get better or, or you will learn from it. You'll learn from that experience either way. So one of the things one of my coaches, one of my mentors says all the time that I love, who are you when times get hard? Who are you? Who are you really? This is an important question because we're going to have hard times in our life. And this mentor is very special to me. Okay, I love her dearly. And she continued to show up as a coach, as a leader in her business coaching and in her health and fitness business that she runs, even while her father was dying before her eyes. And she had just lost her grandfather and her dog of 14 years died. She had a lot of traumatic things happen and she still showed up the best she could to serve her clients, to take care of her daughters, her family, right? And we've all done that. We've all been there where it's like you have some extremely trying times and you still got to pay the bills. You still got to keep your lights on. You still got to feed your kids. You still have to show up to their events, right? We all have done that. But who are you in those moments for yourself? Do you still show up for yourself when times are hard or are you the first thing to go on the back burner? Because if that's the case, you're not going to have much to give after a certain amount of time, right? You can only keep pushing yourself, pushing yourself, pushing yourself without taking care of yourself for so long. And that's why we get sick a lot of times, right? Well, we talked about that in past episodes. When you don't listen to your body, you don't slow down, you don't take care of yourself, it can lead to sickness, illness, injury, right? We can't always burn the candle on both ends. It'll catch up to us. So this is why, guys, I'm, I'm a big believer of like just doing what you can, even if it's the bare minimum. Instead of having that all or nothing, well, well, I can't start my fitness journey right now because, you know, there's no way with everything I have going on, there's no way I could make it to the gym. There's no way I could go three times. If I can't go three times a week, I'm probably not going to make much progress and I'm not going to have time to meal prep and I just have too much going on and then I'm doing this and then I'm doing that. So I'm just going to have to wait until next month to start. If you keep saying that, again, like I said in the beginning of this episode, it's never going to be the perfect time. Instead of thinking I can't, think of what can I do? How can I do something towards my goals? Can I just do a few minutes a day of a couple exercises? Maybe I can't go to the gym for an hour, but can I do 30 minutes when my child is napping? Can I do 20 minutes before I go to bed? Can I do 20 minutes in the morning while I'm waiting for my you know, breakfast or my coffee or whatever? So there's always a way. If we're committed enough, there's always a way. And it might not be perfect. It might not be how we ideally would want to show up, but... Again, something is better than nothing. And even if you can't go all out the way you want to, I truly believe that training that muscle of just showing up for yourself every day is so important. And this is one of the things I really work on with my nutrition clients, with my um, one-on-one clients that work with me, is that even when times are busy, you know, what can we peel back? Maybe, again, maybe we can't make it to the gym three times a week. Maybe we can't Uh, make, you know, home cooked meals for every single meal. But how can we still make better choices? How can we still get something in? Is it going to be a home workout with bands? Is it going to be, you know, creating a list of like foods when we're eating out so we know, okay, these are the best options that I can get? Is it going to be taking a couple hours on the weekend to meal prep a bunch of things so when you're busy, you can just grab them and go? So it's always just being resourceful and thinking like, what can I do? How can I still do it? And, you know, just as an example, 
if you've been following me on social media right now, uh, as of this recording, I have my mom in town visiting. And I don't know if any of you have ever had family come to visit you and stay with you. It's, it's great, right? However, it's stressful and it's very disruptive to your schedule and very disruptive to your space and your routine and everything, right? And especially, you know, my time is already like pretty limited of, you know, having a toddler, uh, running a business, you know, so it just kind of adds an extra layer, which again, isn't a bad thing. It's beautiful. I love having my mom here. I'm so happy to have her here and it is helpful in some ways, but in other ways it's like, you know, we're going out to eat more. Um, you know, I'm not able to do my same routine, uh, get the same amount of steps as easily, get to my workouts as easily. You know, I've had to really shift things around to keep on track with my health and fitness. Has it been perfect this last week? Hell no, definitely not. But I did not just say F it, right? I'm still making sure I'm getting my water. That's like an easy one. Okay. No matter what is going on, you can still drink water. You can still at least stay hydrated amongst the chaos, right? It just takes having a little bit of intention. I'm still making sure that I'm picking, you know, high protein choices. Uh, we're trying to eat more meals at home than going out. And when we do go out, you know, sometimes I have been enjoying and indulging, but then sometimes I am picking something where I'm like, okay, you know what? I could get that, but I think I'll feel better if I just get, you know, the fish and veggies and potatoes, and that's going to help my body feel better. So it's really learning to have that balance of knowing like, hey, if you're on vacation or you have people visiting you, like it, it may be hard to show up and be, you know, exactly perfect. But if we just say F it and then we wait until after, it's like we got a lot of momentum to get started again. So I always encourage my clients, it's like you don't have to be, you know, bringing a food scale with you everywhere you go. You don't have to be carrying your scale through the air airport. You don't have to be, you know, completely neurotic about everything. However, you can still work on making good choices. And at the end of the day, the more you do that, the more you realize like, that's how I wanna feel. Like I feel good when I make these type of decisions. It's not just about losing weight or keeping the weight off. It becomes more of like, this is how I feel best. And I notice immediately, like when I'm off track, right? When we go out to eat and I am indulging or I do have a couple glasses of wine that I don't normally do, um, I feel it the next day, right? I feel like crap. I feel bloated. I feel like mm, maybe I shouldn't have done that. So, you know, it's really like conditioning ourselves to make the best choice, not just for that immediate gratification, but how are we going to feel with this decision tomorrow? How is our future self going to feel about these decisions that we're making, right? But getting back to the messy action, getting back to the messy action. I want to talk about a few strategies that I like to use right now, like as a busy mom, okay? Not even talking about family visiting. I mean, just in general, because man, if you're a mom or even let's say just you're busy, right? You have a lot on your plate. Do you ever look back a couple years ago and you're like, huh, man, funny that I used to think I was really busy and I had all the time in the world. Like, what was I even doing with myself? I thought I was busy then. Like, oh my gosh, especially if you have kids, right? You're like, what did I even do with a whole day to myself? I mean, that's just crazy, right? So <laughs> when I think back to like, especially when I was pregnant and I was really focusing on busy building my business and I was just kind of going to the gym when I felt like it and like I just had all the time in the world uh, to do what I wanted, it's funny when I think about it that sometimes now, even just with three hours or four hours a day between nap and between you know me waking up before my daughter, actually how much more I get done now than I did when I had more time. It's funny, right? So in a way, I feel like when you are more busy, 
and you have less time, if you are intentional, you can get the same amount done, if not more. Because you're going to know, like, especially for me, when I sit down during my daughter's nap, like right now, I have what's called a power list in front of me. And on that power list are, you know, my top three priorities that have to get done. I don't make a list of 12 things. I do have a separate to-do list for the week that has like all of the things I'm trying to accomplishment, accomplish for my business and my fitness and, you know, my family and personal things, right? But when I sit down to get things done, I'm not staring at that list of 12 things. That's going to be way too overwhelming. Instead, I work on a power list. And this is something I learned from another business coach years ago is instead of having that overwhelming to-do list every day, part of that, like taking messy action, it's like just picking out those three most important things. What are the three most important things you need to get done today that will help you move forward toward your goal? So if that's you with your health and fitness, maybe your three actions could be, I got to drink my water. I got to drink my 80 or 100 ounces of water, whatever it is. I have to make sure I get up and I get 30 minutes of a walk in before my kids get up or before my husband's up or before I go to work, whatever it is, right? And then maybe the third thing is like, I am going to make sure uh, at the end of the night, I have my breakfast and my water ready to go for tomorrow. It could be something as simple as that. Just those three things that are going to help keep you on track. Of course, there's going to be more things on your total to-do list, but having that power list is so helpful. And again, you know, like looking back when I was pregnant or looking back even before I was pregnant, the amount of time that I had compared to now, but still I am, I'm still getting as much or more done on some days, on some things, because I'm more focused, right? When I sit down, I don't have all of these distractions. And when I sit down to do those things, I'm not on my phone. I'm not on Instagram. I'm not like, you know, scrolling. I'm not popping between different apps. I'm not like, you know, doing a bunch of different things. I'm just focusing on those tasks. So that is another way that like, again, that messy action of like, sometimes you just got to sit down. Okay. What are these top two to three things I need to accomplish now or for my day or for my health? And you just got to do them and you can get to those other things, right? Maybe it's not perfect, but as long as you get those things done, you keep the ball moving forward. Now, the other strategy, this is something I learned or I had first heard rather from Tony Robbins years ago. If you don't know who Tony Robbins is, you're probably younger <laughs> listening to this podcast. I feel like anybody my age or older uh, in their 30s or up is going to know who Tony Robbins is. Tony Robbins, motivational speaker, right? So, you know, back in the day when I would listen to Tony Robbins, he would always preach to use net, no extra time. So what that means is how can basically habit stacking, how can you get multiple things done at once? Now, this does not necessarily mean like multitasking or, you know, that you're distracted, like, you know, working on your phone while you're doing something else, you know, like th there's a way to do it the right way. Um, for example, for me personally, and I know a lot of other like you know, moms that are business owners feel this way, or maybe, you know, any, any mom that has, you know, maybe work they have to do outside of their actual job or job hours. Uh, I don't like to mix when I'm playing with my daughter and I'm working on my phone. Now, obviously, sometimes that happens. It's the nature of my job, you know, being that like I run my business through my phone, essentially. Um, so, you know, if I'm getting messages from clients and sending a quick response, that's one thing. But I really try to separate and make sure I'm not multitasking something as important as sitting down and reading a book or playing with my daughter with work, right? That's not the kind of no extra time I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is, you know, let's say 
you're really trying to study, you're really trying to learn something new, but you feel like you don't have time to read, you don't have time to study, while you're getting your steps in, you can be listening to that audio book, you can be listening to that podcast. That's an easy one, right? Um, you know, but it could be, let's say on the business side of things, I'm not doing it right now, but I did a couple a couple times already, is, you know, part of as a business owner, part of my responsibility is to market my business, right? So this podcast is one way that I'm sharing information with the world and I'm sharing my thoughts and connecting with all of you. And at the same time, what I've been doing is recording myself on my camera while I'm speaking to you on this podcast audio. So now I can take it and I can share it via Instagram. So I'm kind of, you know, killing two birds with one stone. I'm creating some content on my phone while I'm also recording my podcast. So it can be even like in the business sense, things like that. Um, you know, if let's say another good example of net, no extra time, let's say you're somebody that's like, well, I'm really trying to eat healthy, but I never have time to meal prep. Okay. If you are cooking dinner, even a couple times a week, you can take that time when you're already in the kitchen, you're already, you know, heating up the stove, you already got the oven on, you're already chopping stuff, take that time and double the recipe. That's one easy way and put all the left leftovers in containers. Those are your lunches for the next few days, right? Or while you have the oven on and you're cooking one recipe, you're throwing everything in a big casserole and boom, you stick it in the oven. By the time you're done with dinner, your meal prep is done. Little things like that. So if you're constantly saying to yourself, I don't have time, I don't have time, I don't have time, how can you be more resourceful with your time, right? And use that net, no extra time. Maybe while you are, um, you know, on a phone call, I know a lot of people like the standing desks now, right? The walking treadmills are a big thing. Uh, the working, you know, at your desk, like you're walking on your treadmill and you're maybe on a Zoom call. Like that's another way. You're working and you're getting steps in. Uh, or maybe you're going outside and you have like a conference call going on, but you're getting your steps in. So little things like that. I know it seems simple, but think about in your life, what have you been putting off? What, what are you saying to yourself? I don't have time to do it. And how can you maybe habit stack those things together um, in a way that's positive and not distracting to the other task that you're doing. Another one more example I'll give you guys is if you're somebody who's always like, oh, I, I, you know, I don't have time to eat or, um, you know, I can never eat enough protein. I hear this all the time from women. If you drink coffee, you can mix your protein powder into your coffee or your pre-made protein drink. Let's say you drink some kind of like protein smoothie. You can mix that into your coffee and use that as like your creamer. And now you're drinking coffee and you're eating protein. So you, again, you're killing two birds with one stone. You're habit stacking. You don't have to go ahead and cook eggs because you're drinking your coffee and it has protein in it. So all those little things just, just kind of help add up, right? And then, you know, the last thing I'll say, guys, is, you know, the more, as I mentioned earlier, the more you can get used to showing up when things are busy, when it's inconvenient, when there's chaos, <laughs> when just everything seems like it's happening at the same time, the easier it is to show up when things are going smoothly, right? And so if you're training that muscle of resiliency, you're learning how to be consistent, even in the chaos, even when things aren't perfect, like just get used to showing up. And not having that all or nothing mentality where let's say like, you know, yesterday for me, you know, I'll be honest with you guys, like it wasn't the best food day. Like it just, 
It just wasn't, you know, between what my mom made for dinner, which I don't regret for a second because it's like one of my childhood, you know, transport me into back to when I was eight years old type of dinners um, combined with going out to eat and not picking the best option. It wasn't really a great food day for me as far as nutritionally speaking, but it doesn't mean that today I just say like, well, I already messed up yesterday. So what's the point? No, I just get back to making good decisions today. So it's really, you know, some is better than none, getting right back to it and just getting back on the horse, right? Just taking that messy action. So I'm going to wrap it up here, guys. Again, you know, if you are somebody, maybe you are like me, maybe you're somebody who's like ready, fire, aim, you know, you, you, you make decisions fast, you go for what you want. Um, the, the other quote I love is, uh, it's better to beg for forgiveness than ask for permission. I've definitely done that many times in my life, uh, you know, where maybe I've signed up for something on my own, maybe that I should have spoke with my husband about, but I just knew I wanted to do it. And then afterwards, I kind of gently find a way to tell him, hey, honey, uh, I just kind of signed up for this program and put a bunch of money in my credit card, but it's going to be awesome. Don't worry. I'm going to get the money back, da, 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 you know. Maybe that's you with your fitness journey. Maybe instead of, you know, asking your spouse or your partner or whoever um, for permission to do something, it's, you know what, I'm going to figure out how to do it. I'm going to be a freaking boss. I'm going to make the move because it's something I want to do for myself. Uh, and then, you know, I'll figure out how to beg for forgiveness or get them, you know, more on board after the fact, right? Sometimes you got to do that, right? Sometimes you got to like put your big girl boss pants on, make those decisions and make your moves. That's the only way you can get ahead in life sometimes, right? You just got to do it. Ready, fire, aim. So I hope this podcast resonated if you're somebody who's like me, who likes to take messy action, I hope that you related to some of these things. And if you're somebody who's like a perfectionist, I have a dear, dear friend. I love her to death. She is a perfectionist through and through. Um, I could definitely take some of her perfectionism and trade her, her with some messy action. Uh, we would balance each other out really nice. But you know, it is, it's very hard. You know, if you're always waiting for the perfect time, opportunities are going to pass you by. Time's going to pass you by. You can't always wait for the perfect conditions to start your diet, to start your business, to, you know, start the new school program that you want to do, to start that new course, to start jujitsu, to start uh, CrossFit classes, whatever it is you're wanting to do. We all have those things in the back of our head that we're like, oh man, I really want to do this. Or, oh, I know I need to do this to move forward in my life in this area, but oh, it's just not the right time. Oh, I just don't know if I can do it. Oh, how am I going to fit everything in? St you got to stop asking those questions. And sometimes you got to just do it show up the best you can, figure it out along the way. And hopefully as things calm down, which inevitably they do, then you start to see the light and you're able to, you know, regroup yourself and, and really, you know, take the action or put more time and effort into it that you really want. So that is my take on it, guys, for what it's worth. So I will talk to you guys all next week. In the meantime, you know, this is me right now leading by example. This is me showing up, taking messy action while my mom is visiting. She's at the gym right now in our community center. My daughter's napping. Um, you know, a lot of things this week have not been ideal, perfect conditions, but I still got to show up. I still got to take care of myself. I still got to take care of my family. I still got to take care of my clients. I still have responsibilities in business. It doesn't just go out the window, right? Even though it's not perfect. So I hope you 
you can do the same with your health and fitness goals or your business goals or, you know, education, whatever it is you're pursuing in your life and just learn to take that messy action and just get more into that ready fire aim and then figure it out afterwards, right? It, all, it always works out in the end. So I will talk to you guys all next week. I hope you have a great rest of your day, night, week, weekend, and thank you so much for tuning in.